from him and he's like well think about it I'm not sure you know it's I'm not and she took that and was like well don't even come to Thanksgiving and blah 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 and that you know it is personal and because I'm your daughter blah 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 and like oh she it just makes me dislike her incredibly and um and you know she is uh you know that 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 relationship with Roger is is fractured and it annoys Roger and then later on in the episode he sees Bob giving uh, a, a toy car to um, Joan for young Kevin, you know, Roger's kid. And Roger's like, what is that? He's like, what do you think? It's a, it's a gift for Kevin. And you could see Roger was annoyed by that. Um, and later on in the episode, he brings Bob into his office and says, look, I don't know what you're thinking about with Joan, with Miss, Mrs. Harris, but um, whatever you th-. she's like, we're just buddies. Um, he's like, no, I don't, you know, whatever you think you're doing, you're not doing, I'm going to keep my eye on you. And Bob's like, okay, really? I think Bob's like, well, you're never going to see anything because I'm a gay man. So that's not going to happen. Um, at least that's the way I took it. That's the way I took that, uh, that as, and, um, Bob actually comes off as a little conniving in this episode. Cause it seems like, um, Roger uh, wants him to stay away from Joan. He's like, look, I'll do whatever you want me to do. No big deal. But that's not the case. That's not exactly what happens. Um, back at the Draper residence, Don gets a uh, thing in the mail. Well, actually, Megan brought it to him, and she's like, this is like the third one or something like that, and if she doesn't answer this time, it's going to be a subpoena. And I was trying to figure out what it was, and on the envelope it said, uh, Sally Draper, in care of, you know, C slash O, which is care of, in care of Donald Draper. In other words, Sally Draper in care of Donald Draper because Sally is Don's daughter and she's supposed to be in care of Don. But is she really? That's not the way Sally sees it. Sally is quite uh, annoyed with her father right now. Uh, and he ends up calling her at her school. She got into the boarding school. And he's like, look, you need to go and make a statement uh, because of the burglar. Remember the woman who broke in and said she was Don's grandmother and stole from them? She needs to go make a statement. And she you could see Sally doesn't want anything to do with it. She's like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't want to do anything immoral or anything wrong. And she just hangs up on Don and really annoyed with him. Um, she uh, does not. She's, she's pissed at Don. And um, later on in, well, actually, like the next scene that we see, um, Don... What am I talking about? The next scene that we see, uh, Harry Hamlin, because I'll never remember his name, says to Ted, uh, we need you to come and do something because Don's not here. And Ted's like, again, having to deal with, with Don not being there. Because where's Don? Don is drinking. Don's at a bar drinking. And there's this guy there. There's this guy who's preaching about uh, the Lord and preaching about finding Jesus and blah, blah, blah. And Don is like... Um, you know, Richard Nixon won the presidency. Um, he's naming different things. Vietnam, this, that. Uh, I think he named Kennedy, Martin Luther King. I think he named all these people, probably the people that got shot. And um, and the the priest was like, you know, they they didn't find Jesus. Or they, he said something. And Don said, what did you say? It cuts directly to a flashback. And Don was in his whorehouse. And there was a guy there who seemed to be preaching about the, the immorality, and he was getting kicked out. But you could see that the, the guy said to Don, the, the only sin, the only sin that, you, that um, 
there's no coming back from is the thought that Jesus and God will not forgive you. Um, and that seemed to resonate with young Don. It probably resonates with old Don. And the next thing we see, Don is waking up in jail. He's like, I don't, I don't belong here. And the guy's like, you punched a minister. You should belong in Rikers. Um, Don ends up coming home and Megan sees him and he's all beat up. And, um, you know, he's just, he just looks a mess. And I think he was still pouring uh, like alcohol into his drink. And he's like, uh, this isn't working. This needs to stop. Um, we should go to California. And she's like, what? It's like, we should just go to California. What about the kids? Oh, I think they'd rather, um, you know, they, they trade weekends for a whole summer out there. And, um, she's like, Oh my God. She goes, I've always thought about Hollywood opportunities. It's like, we, we were good out there. We could start out there. It would be great. He goes, I could just get one little desk, you know, and turn a desk into a, um, into like, uh, into like my own little firm, which is exactly what Stan said to them. I think this is where, when he said it, he either said it here. Or he said it with the partners, but, um, that's exactly what Stan said to him. And, um, he, uh, brings it up he oh this is what happens so then he he's like i'm going to talk to the partners i called the meeting with the partners i'm going to bring it to them he brings it to the partners and and you know um um what's his name oh my god sterling cooper cooper bert is like you know this is considered a demotion and don's like that's not the way i see it they need someone on the ground there i can be that we could build something out there um and i think ted would be able to you know manage everything fine here and um, he was like, that's my thought. You know, you guys can have a vote on it if you want. And they leave. And Ted was like, how come everything else, you know, we need 10 people to make a decision. And this, we just kind of go with what it is. What the hell is that? Um, so Don, Ted was annoyed that Don just gets what he wants. But they're like, you know, this could be good for us. Ted, Ted, you know, this could be good for us. He's out there doing that. And, you know, you're here left to, you know, manage without him being here him in your way um but ted has other issues going on so i forget where it was it was before this i think in the episode don i mean um ted's family is in the office and they're off they're off to have a nice evening together and ted's wife is like oh hi peggy and peggy looks and gives like a little glance and ted just kind of gives her one little glance no big no nothing almost like yep you're there too and um you know real real um like a, like a, either something that you don't want to talk to someone or you don't know someone. Like I can't imagine being that way with people that I know in my office, just walking by and glancing at them. Um, you know, ex unless you're someone who you don't know them at all or you trying to avoid them, which is exactly what's going on here. Now, what does Peggy do? Peggy has a date and she ends up um, getting all decked up uh, for the date, wearing like, you know, uh, a low cut top with, with the fishnet stockings. And she does that specifically, specifically for Ted. She's like, I have a date. She goes in, Ted, Harry, and, and um, Harry Hamlin are, um, are, are, at a, are at a meeting. He's like, I need to, she goes, I need to leave early. I have, uh, I have a date. I have plans, dinner plans. I'm like, okay. And you could see Ted was like, whoa. And Harry goes, vixen by night. Harry just, there's not a lot of Harry in this season. He had, I think, when they were in California. But there was no following Harry storyline, really. No storyline, really, that dealt with Harry. Which is funny because of how prominent TV is now. 
but he's just always coming and going. I guess that that just isn't uh, wasn't a lot for him. Um, but uh, you could see that really resonated or bothered Ted. So what happens? Ted goes to Peggy's uh, apartment and waits and waits for her to get home from her date. And he probably waited for a while. He had to tell people that he was a cop waiting to talk to Peggy. And she's like, you better leave here before you, you could have got yourself killed. But they go in and he's like, look, um, I'm, I can't stop thinking about you. I love you. And then like, I'm, I'm literally watching on my laptop and I go, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. I thought it was going to happen before. But um, boom, they do it. They do the sex. And um, he tells her he loves her. And he's like, um, you know, I'm going to leave my wife. And she's like, don't say that. He's like, I, I you know, he basically telling her, I'm, I'm going to leave you. Uh, I'm going to start something with new with you. And then he gets up and leaves and goes home to see his wife. So it's like we see him get out of one bed and get into another bed. And she goes, you're working too hard. She hugs him. He just has this look on his face. Now, up until this moment. No, not up until this moment. But, yeah, I I thought Ted was an honorable man. I thought Ted was a good man. Um, But it turns out that Ted is pretty much a snake, just like most of the other guys in this show. Except for my buddy One-Eyed Ken. Um, A lot of snakes. Lots of snakes. Um, And... Uh, you know, but, but Ted, it bothered him. It actually, um, he, uh, it, it, he doesn't want something about his family, something about all this stuff. It doesn't, um, it doesn't add up. So there's a, there's a meeting with, um, Hershey and Don talks about, Don says some great lines. Like your, your package is the billboard. Your, your wrapping is a preview of what's inside and all these things and how his dad would take him after cutting the lawn and, and, you know, buy him one and tussle his hair. And it was the thought of, you know, of love that a Hershey bar, um, represents. And that's what they want to do. And they really thought that was a good idea. And then for some reason, Don says, you know, um, I have to tell you something. Uh, I grew up an orphan. I was raised in a whorehouse, and he tells the truth. I used to pickpocket from a nut, from guy from John's while they were sleeping with this one woman who would actually take care of me. And, um, and remember, he was in care of these prostitutes. And he's like, um, and the only thing that they, um, uh, the, if I collected enough money, she would buy me a Hershey bar, and I would take it, and I would eat it alone almost like a ritual and it was um you know it he he read in dirty magazines about Hershey or some magazines about Hershey and how you know other orphans um were taken care of and he dreamt of being like that and it so Hershey did represent something better for him but he didn't come from the ideal um, growing up he didn't come from that life that he was lying about and he for some reason he felt the need to say that the Hershey guys were taken back. Uh, Roger was like, you pretty much blew that in there. He's like, well, I don't care. Um, and it was just, you could see something resonated with um, with Ted. I think this is when that's happened. Because then Ted uh, says, I need to talk to you. And he goes, I need to go to California. And he's like, what are you talking about? He goes, we need to go to California. Oh, 
it was funny because it was not funny. Uh, during the lovemaking, he said to Peggy, we should go to Hawaii for the holidays, get a nice tan. He really wants to have this life with Peggy. Next day, he says to Don, I need to go to California. He goes, look, I don't know um, what's going on, but you, um, you know, or I've already told my wife. She's already fired. She's already left her job. And he's like, I, you want to go with Peggy? She goes, I want to go with my family. I need to put... 3,000 miles away, you know, between me and, and, and Peggy to save my family. I can't be in the same place with her. He cares for her that much. He can't be in the same place with her. He has to be with his family. He wants to be with his family for the sake of his kids, for the sake of his wife. And so he wants to take his whole family to California and do that. And Don's like, I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Um, then uh, later on, he gets a phone call from Betty and... Um, I don't know if this all happened at the same time or what, but he gets a phone. Maybe this was a, I'm trying to think of the, the balance here. I may be having everything out of order. I apologize, but he gets a phone call from Peggy in the middle of the night one night that Sally's been suspended. Uh, She bought beer for kids and they got drunk and Betty's like, I can't get through to her. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to do the same thing my mother did for me. And if you remember from early episodes, her mother did not sound like some kind of wonderful woman. Uh, But, Betty's like I'm you know I'm not enough um, I you know I need to go with Henry to um, uh, to Albany and you're picking up the boys can you can you get her too uh, and he's like I can't I have too many meetings and she goes um, you know and then she you know she talked about how I can't believe this is happening she comes from a broken home blah 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 and Don's like you know what I'll do it I'll make it happen it's not your fault Betty or he calls her Bets it's not your fault Bets I love that because it shows that there's a history there just because they're not married anymore, just because it didn't work, just because he effed up. Um, there's still a history there. There's still affection there, obviously, if you remember the camp episode. Um, and uh, I wonder if that bothered Megan a little bit because she's like, is everything okay? He's like, no. Is there anything I can do? And he just went back to bed. Um, but I don't know if it was just this. This, I think, this, my thought was he can't leave his kids. He can't leave Betty alone with these kids and he can't leave these kids alone with Betty. Not that they... Not that she can't deal with it or her and Henry can't deal with it, but it's he's part of this life. He's part of this family. These moments, like these phone calls, he wouldn't be able to do if he was in California. I really think that had a lot to do with um, him talking to Ted and saying, go to California. Um, you need to go. You can go. Um, I have still work to do here, and you know it's, it, it's better for you to go. And he's like, wow, I can't believe this. So Ted then goes and tells Peggy, uh, the truth and says, look, I need to talk to you and tells the truth that I'm going to California. She's like, what are you talking about? He goes, I need to do this. She goes, Don Draper, I knew it. We couldn't trust him. You know, he scared you into he scared us that time. And he's like, no, it wasn't. Don gave up his spot for me. It was Ted who basically um, had to talk to Don into doing it. So Peggy's like, what the hell? And, um, you know, she's all. Uh, um pissed at Ted because you know Ted's leaving her and she's like get the hell out of here he goes this is a decision I had to make and he she goes I'm glad you you're able to make decisions like I don't even have a say in this um and I'm gonna stop there talking about uh Don and Ted and Peggy uh and I'm gonna rewind back and let's go to Pete because um well let's go to Roger and uh Joan so um, 
Oh, no, no. Let's go back to Pete. So we go back to Pete, and um, Pete is... There's a lot of craziness going on because Pete gets a telegram from his mother. This was a little weird. This was a little like, seriously, really, this happened. Uh, Pete's mother fell overboard on a cruise ship and is missing at sea, presumed dead. Turns out that uh, Manolo, her caretaker, um, is was with her on a cruise ship and they got married. And then she fell overboard. And... We come to find out that Manolo is a suit, like uh, he has another name. He is an, an alias, Marcus Christopher, or something like that, something else. Um, and did he marry this woman and then th- throw her over at sea to steal her riches? I don't, I don't know exactly how what's going on here, but he finds this out, and then he at this moment he realizes his mother did. His dad died in a plane crash. Now his mother died falling over 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 an ocean liner, um, and he has to go to Detroit with Bob. Bob is the guy who got him got Manolo in the first place. And finally, we get the uh, the the meme that I've seen so many times. They get in the elevator, and he's like, "Everything? Um, how's it going?" He's like, "Not great, Bob." Um, and he calls Bob out on it, and Bob's like, "I had no idea this was going on. He didn't know anything about this. I assure you, I didn't have no idea." And Pete's like, "You're, you're accessory to murder and all these things." And um, they end up going to Detroit together, and they're you know they're talking to the the Detroit guys about going out for a nice dinner, and Pete Pete tries to one up um, Bob and say, uh, he's like, oh Bob's not feeling good, too bad he can't make it to dinner, and then Bob pulls the ultimate passive aggressive and says, um, Pete, check out this car. You should get inside. And he starts naming all these things. It's got a four F one fifty fuel injected, blah blah blah. I don't know cars at all. And he he's saying all these things because Bob does know the car. Bob does know the product. Bob is important with this. And Pete, remember, Pete took a driving lesson and tried to you know hook up with a, a teenage girl at the driving lesson because Pete's a creep and Pete is a city boy who really doesn't know how to drive. Definitely doesn't know how to drive a stick. And they're like, come on, man, turn it on. He turns the engine on, revs it up, and then he tries to, like, they're like, go, you should take it. Um, you should do this. And this was Bob basically getting Pete tossed off the uh, the account because he took um, Pete, uh, tried to go forward, ended up going backwards, knocked over a sign. And the guy's like, you can't even drive a stick. And it seems like at that point, Bob was, Pete was off the account trying to i'm not quite sure because at one point he's like oh, i don't need the apartment out there in detroit uh but then he said something about going to california so i don't know exactly what's going on with pete but at one point the um him and his brother are there talking to a um a private investigator who or someone who's going to hire a private investigator about looking into his the wife I think this was someone from the cruise line who they said they can hire a private investigator. And the brothers are almost like, well, she's already gone. I mean, how much money are we talking here? Uh, they almost didn't want to do it, which, you know, you could just see these these guys are both pretty slimy. But, of course, their parents didn't treat them very well. It's almost like they just want to put it behind them, which was crazy. Um, part of me was thinking, did they fake this woman's death to get away? But why would she do that? And they're like, well, she's at, she's at sea with father. You know, they call her mother and father because that's what creepy guys do. And they're like, she'd love the sea, which was really weird. Um, but I think that's it for the Pete. I think that's the end of Pete's episode. Um, 
remember, remember, Roger didn't like seeing Bob buy a gift for Joan. Didn't like seeing. Um, um, didn't like see, talk to Bob about it. Well, later Roger's secretary uh, talked to Joan and said, um, "Oh, you know, I'm heading out. Roger, um, I don't think he's doing very well. He's he, he's been fighting with his daughter. I don't think he's doing anything on Thanksgiving. I didn't invite him over to my house, but my husband stopped drinking and my son is rambunctious, and I don't think he could handle it." Um, and Joan's like, "Oh, hmm, interesting." And she ends up inviting Roger over for Thanksgiving. And we're gonna get there because on Thanksgiving morning. Don went and told um, Megan that uh, they can't go to California now and or he can't go to California. Something came up and it's not just the kids. Something came up and he can't go and she's pissed and she's like, you, you know, you want to stay behind with your, 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 your crazy wife and crazy kids. And he's like, hey, you can't ex-wife. And he's like, you can't say that. She goes, I love them. I love them. I used to feel sorry for them. But now I realize they're in the, I'm in the same boat as them. And he's like. I already quit my job. I already have meetings out there, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, we can be bi-coastal. So it seems like she's still going and he's going to go back and forth a lot. And she's like, I can't deal with this. I can't be here right now. So it seems like she um, was leaving him or is le- maybe she's leaving him. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out next season, next week. And um, he, but the, here's the crazy thing. So he's got to call in to the uh, oh before he um, he told her he's like she's like oh you got you got called into the office for on Thanksgiving it must be pretty important he's like well I need to tell you I'm, we can't go to California and that's where she got all pissed and left then he goes into the office for a nine o'clock meeting and Ted's not there and who's there but Harry Hamlin uh, Joan Roger Bert and Pete and um, He's like, well, what time's the meeting at? I thought it was nine o'clock. He goes, you're here right on time. And it turns out they're pushing him out. They're, they're making him because of the Hershey thing, because of his instability, because of his um, really his instability this this whole year. And the Hershey thing might have been the last straw. Wanted to go to California, then backing out of California, um, they realized that you know he needs to take a break. So they didn't fire him, quote unquote, but they are forcing him. They're basically suspending him with, I don't even know what they're paying him. They're asking him to take a leave, uh, a leave for a few months over vac- over the holidays. Um, and he's, he's annoyed, but he's like, what the hell? I, when Ted um, gone, what are we going to be doing? And we're like, uh, we're going to have, um, oh, maybe Ted was there or maybe Harry Hamlin said it. Maybe I missed it. Maybe Ted was there. He's like, we'll have, um, you know, uh, Peggy will be up to speed. So Peggy is going to be taking Don's job, basically taking Don's role. You know what? She can do it. Um, so Peggy's going to be doing, uh, getting kind of a promotion. Um, so in a way things worked out for Peggy, uh, even though, you know, it's not exactly what she wanted. Um, and I mean, I think I'm almost, I've almost covered the entire episode, um, the way things ended. So at one point Stan goes by and sees Peggy working, but what's she working? She's working in Don's office and he's like, what are you, what are you doing here? Oh, um, Stan did, um, confront Don about taking his idea. He was pissed. He, um, he called him on. He said, I'm going to go have a sandwich. It's on my desk unless you come and take it first. 
Um, he's like, maybe I can get you out there. He's like, no, with working for you, no thanks. So I don't know what's going on there because um, I like Stan. There was no Ginsburg in this episode, by the way. Um, and um, he sees but Peggy's in the in Dawn's office, which I'm guessing is going to be her office next year. Uh, so it's pretty pretty amazing that they they pushed Dawn out. Uh, Ted and Dawn decided to put this uh, this this merger together. And it seems like in the end, Don um, is the odd man out, at least for now. And this episode um, ends with Don and the kids and talking about Hershey. I love, I like Bob. I, I actually like this Bobby the most now. I think he's he's a good little actor, and um, just the way he 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 seems like a curious kid asking these questions, talking about Hershey. Did they name the, the chocolate after the town or the town after the chocolate? And, uh, Don was just saying he's a man and he, um, he had, he was so rich. He made so much money off chocolate. He built a town or something. And like, what are we doing here? And Bobby's like, this is a scary, this is a scary neighborhood. They get out and I knew exactly what they were doing. And they look, they, you see all the kids and Don looking up. Um, and Don said, this is where I grew up. And Sally looks at him and they almost have this moment of connection where it's like, maybe at that moment, Sally's like, wow, you know, there's so much I don't know about you. And, um, you know, there's this connection. Maybe there's something, maybe he's ready now that he has his time off to reflect and spend time with his kids and tell them all about him. Um, because, or, or maybe she just like, you know, ready to forgive maybe to ready to reconnect i don't know there was just a glance there and there was um it was it was perfect a perfect ending to a great season um wow i think we did it i mean where do we stand from here don is out of sterling cooper and partners for now um pretty pretty uh pretty easy to do once they take your name off the 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 placard to begin with so hmm i wonder if you know, Harry Hamlin, if this was part of his plan, I don't know. Um, because remember when they, they compromised on the name, it was like, they're not doing us a favor, something going on here. Um, but Don is out now, maybe by the time the next season picks up, he's back. I have no idea, but for now he's out. Um, which just gives him free time, maybe to reconnect with his kids, maybe to reconnect with his wife, but his wife, I think is going to California. And uh, she's not looking back, at least not for now. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll have the second um, Mrs. Uh, X, Mrs. Draper. Maybe that'll leave time for the first to come back. I don't know. Well, you never know what's going to happen on this show. Um, what I do like is next season, new things will be happening. And you just have to fill in the spaces. There'll be new people showing up. Time is, you know, there'll be new um, locations. Uh, uh, just... Changes happen, and you need to just catch up. That's how it happened this season. Like, I think Bob was new this season. They never told you, this is Bob, and blah, blah, blah. You just kind of figured it out as you went along. And there were other people in the department, and you figured it out as they went along. I mean, some of them went away. Some of them stayed. But it just kind of it worked itself out, and that's how it always is. Um, but Roger, you know, he, he got to have a time with, uh, with Kevin. Joan said to him, you know, I'm, 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 I'm bringing you into Kevin's life, not mine. Cause he's like, what is Bob doing here? When at Thanksgiving, Roger went to Thanksgiving and, uh, uh, Bob was there carving the Turkey and, um, uh, Roger did not like that 
after, especially after he yelled at Bob about it. Roger did not like that. But Bob did, could get less. Bob's, Bob seems pretty ballsy, actually. Um, maybe because he's like a con artist. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But it'll be interesting to see where Bob is in, in the next season. Uh, Roger, maybe he'll be closer to Kevin. Maybe he'll have a relationship with Kevin. I don't know if he'll be dead and son, but it'll be something going on there. Um, Betty and Henry, maybe Henry is going to be running for more office and Betty's there. I don't know. I can't wait to see what happens. Megan, I think, is in California. Um, Peggy is going to be running things at Sterling Cooper and Partners and running things good. And Ted's going to be off in California. Um, Oh, yes. Ted's going to be off in California. So Peggy's going to be running the show. So there's going to be some new faces working for them. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, It'll be interesting to see. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What a season. And um, this is the last season finale where I can say see you next week. This is the last, quote, unquote, regular season finale because the last, the next time we do this on a finale, it's the series finale, and it's all over. And, um, wow, we only have, what, 13 more episodes, I think, left? Something like that? 13, 14? I don't know. There's... I forget exactly how many episodes are in the last season of Mad Men. It might be 14, I, f- I think. Um, I'm going to look it up right now. No, I don't want to hit next episode. No, I don't want to watch next episode. No, 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 no. Okay. So, episodes. We have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, oh, 14. So things that we do have an extra episode for our final season. So you get me for an extra week. Isn't that exciting? I'm excited. Um, but it's all, it's bittersweet because it's like at some point this podcast is coming to an end. This is a specific Mad Men podcast. I'm talking about every episode. And once it's done, I'm done. You can always go back and listen again and Maybe I'll go back and listen to the whole thing and see how I've matured over the years. I don't know. Um, but this has been so much fun, and it's not over yet. It's not over. we got one more season. One more season to talk about. I'm gonna, I should write a song about... Um, I should do the whole seventh season as a musical. Um, that, would be, that would be a bad idea, but it would be fun. So, we did it. Happy Saturday, everybody. Now, this um, is a place in time... Uh, in case you're listening to this in the future, uh, last night, the rock and roll world lost a, a legend. Neil Peart, the drummer for Rush, passed away after a battle with cancer. Um, rest in peace, Neil. That's where I am in the world right now. Um, that's for the people listening fu- in the future. You know, This is where we are, in the, if, if you're wondering. Years, years, years. Like This, this episode aired in 2013. It's 2020 right now for me. And um, who knows? Who knows when you'll be listening to this? Is this 2025? Um, are, are you listening to podcasts still? Are podcasts still a thing? You know? Um, is, does a robot drive your car? I'd be interested to know. Hopefully, you can still find me on Twitter at Geek Mentality. That's my main Twitter account. But the podcast also has a Twitter account at MadeManPod. And, of course, the website is FansNotExperts.com. Hopefully, you can still find me far into the future. I'm still alive. And something horrible didn't happen to me. Um, but if it did, we always had these wonderful episodes. And for that, 
I want to say I thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for coming along with me on this journey as I strive to become a made man. Fabs not experts. Uh, no.